What's up, world? And welcome to episode number four of Head to Soul Podcast. On this episode, we talk about our experiences at SneakerCon and ComplexCon. We also give our take on which brands, artists, and celebrities could come together for a dope collab. Finally, we discuss our experiences reselling before the arrival of StockX and GOAT. Hope you enjoy. All right, let's go. All right, everyone. Welcome to Head to Soul Podcast, episode number four. I'm sitting here with uh, Jay. Good evening. Sitting here with Q. What up? What up, Q? Uh, we got Sanket. Yo. We got Victor Machine. Hello. And we got uh, Begonia City, Kurt. What up, homie? What up, man? All right, so I'm going to kick it over to Jay as usual. He's going to walk us through some of our topics we got today. Jay, go ahead, man. Yeah, so today we're going to do a round table, uh, discuss our experience with shoe and sneaker conventions, as well as what does the crew want to see in terms of uh, brand collaborations. Uh, we're going to walk through before StockX and GOAT. How are you guys buying sneakers or selling them? And we're going to go to uh, upcoming releases as well. Uh, Sanket, you want to tell us how your week was? Uh, week was pretty solid. Um, I made a $2 profit by selling uh, my Adapts. Um, made a $1.80. Actually, I'm not even $2. I'm sorry. Um, $1.80 <laughs> profit. Just shipped those off, to, uh, dropped them off at UPS, sold them on StockX. So, you know, some profit is better than no profit. So, you know, pretty solid week. Nice. Bean and cheese burritos, baby. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Kurt, how's your week? Uh, not much. Uh, we had a, a, a nice glimpse into some, a summer. Uh, what was that, yesterday? We had like 70 degrees or close to 80 in some places. Pretty nice. Uh, as far as pickups, uh, the only pickups I did was uh, Nike SB Blazer uh, collaboration with Isle. And uh, oh, nice. pretty much, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I finally got my first uh, rainbow quick track box, uh, box so that's pretty cool okay nice what's that Angelo. colorway what's that colorway kurt it's just a, a blazer um it's, it's black right black yep completely mm. black and then it's oh, got yeah, yeah. Uh, original artwork uh, by the isle skateboard brand of, the uh, of an of an eye actually yeah on the uh, that's on the uh, ankle part right lateral side correct yeah correct yeah. Angelo, how was your week? It was uh, it was okay. Uh, hit on those Stussy Spiridon twos. You wanted uh, those. I did want them, and yeah. I am keeping them. They're not for resale, thank you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what a yes. second. I I thought about <laughs> it. I thought about it right, but then I saw like a video, a little review on them. I was like, man, these are dope. I'm yeah. them. You but, try them on? I haven't got them yet. They just shipped yesterday. Got oh yeah, correct. Okay. Damn, that late. Yeah, they, you know Nike's. You know. Yeah, they're backlog. They're yeah, backlog, man. You have some time to sanitize. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The COVID, man. COVID. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. Q. Uh, oh. No, yeah. no, nah, nah, go ahead. We're good. That's it. <laughs> Q. You on mute, brother? Yeah. Not too much on the whole uh, sneaker pickup release thing. I'm gonna try my shot at the core purples but yeah. uh this morning 
got some amazing news with uh, if you're a Bulls fan out there. So shouts to all the Chicago Bulls listeners and to this uh, group here. But we have a new EVP of basketball operations, as you're fully aware, our tourist Carson Karnasovas. Uh, he's formerly the GM for the Denver Nuggets. He's done some pretty good things there by getting Nikola um, Jokic, Jamal Murray. So hopefully he can inject a lot of that success into the Bulls who've been in dire need of a uh, – Praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Thank that, you. That's Amazing. a lot of uh, international cats they, they drafted in, in Denver, though. Yeah. So that's a big strength that he's got, which is um, international scouting, um, player development. So I think that's what – it, it is just not within Europe. It's Apparently he's global, too. So China and all that good stuff. That's, we're going to be tapping our – hopefully tapping that into um, those kind of guys. No, you hate to see people lose jobs, but just yeah. really happy to see that Garpax is. Garpax yeah, he had, his, he had it. He made his money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what's was uh, let me think. Chilled, chilled. Yeah. Didn't get anything really. I was looking at that uh, juggernaut, that boutique store in Chicago came out with uh, a four twenty hoodie, four twenty yeah. uh, aligned. <laughs> bunch of uh, cartoon characters practically so that was pretty straight i think i might go cop one of those okay and you got some, those shoes you got oh, yeah, some stuff got, coming in yeah yeah we did got those quantums that you you ordered yeah don't don't talk about think, that one i think that was about it <laughs> uh but that's it yeah really none no you got your hoodie man oh yeah yeah, and it was your uh, birthday, man. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah, my birthday, too. Thank you. Yeah, April shout 7th. out to Vic. Happy, what, 50? Yeah. No, nah, Vic's only 23, man. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. hey, okay. Happy the 23rd new, birthday, Vic. The new 30, yeah. Yeah. And that's it, yeah. That Death Staple uh, Pigeon uh, 420 exclusive hoodie. Yeah, we Pretty need nice. a review on that one. You're talking Pretty about nice. embroidery. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes the hoodie, I think, that money. Like, I can't see my sometimes self buying a $200 hoodie and it's a screen print, you know? Yeah. Like, damn. How much was that? That was $200? No, no, it was $68. Oh, I was going to say, God damn. Like, it was worth $68 because it was all embroidered. Yeah, but yeah. you were going after yeah. them, the Kith hoodie too, right? Oh, yeah. For uh, resale. $250? Personally. $250? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I think Sandcat was talking about where it was like, the resale was like $500. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It's a dope hoodie. It's a dope hoodie. Yeah. Yeah, me, um, after we were recording last week, um, actually, I saw the Drake video, uh, the Tootsie Slide. I guess everybody's doing the Tootsie Slide, right? (laughs) Yeah. You guys checked out that video? Let's uh, confirm something. Is it Tootsie or Tootsie? Tootsie, baby. Is it Tootsie? Just like Stussy. Okay, so Tootsie is is an establishment in Florida. Um, two C slide. It is definitely a Nike uh, advertising. But did you guys check out his house on like Architectural Digest? No. Yeah, man, amazing house. Yeah, that's like a house you want to be quarantined in. Yeah. 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 Um, no pickups for me. I'm just chilling at home. Everybody, stay home. Do your part. I mean. Yep. So, yeah, coming up next, uh, we're going to talk about 
shoe conventions and what the guys and the crew uh, had their experiences with that. You know we're inside right now, and uh, summertime is usually that time for sneaker conventions, like Complex Con and Sneaker Con. Kurt, uh, you want to tell us some of your experiences? So, um, my first experience with uh, with that was actually uh, Sneaker Con. Um, I went there with uh, with my wife with the complete uh, intentions of offloading some shoes to buy her a wedding ring. um i think the um i think the fee was twenty dollars to get in um i brought like i think all my jordan threes because they were like at least over five years old and i was pretty sure that once i wear them they're going to crack which one did you go to the uh uh, the sneaker con in uh schaumburg i want to say like maybe three four years ago yeah it was my first one. I've never been to anything like it. And uh, um, like I said, like my full intention was to, uh, to sell, to offload some shoes. And I brought my, um, my fiance uh, with me. And uh, first we were just kind of like, uh, you know, making a couple laps. We saw that there was uh, um, like, um, like a trading spot. Um, and then there's a lot of obviously like uh, vendors and tables there where people are selling uh, sneakers. There's uh, kids, like I want to say like, maybe like 10 years old walking around with like Yeezys, uh, you know, like just throwing them up in the air, like, you know, shouting out, you know, what they want from and stuff. And uh, we were just kind of like absorbing everything since this was our first uh, kind of event. And then, um, um, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we just kind of went at it and, you know, I, gra- I, I gave Nikki uh, a pair of Jordans and then she was just walking around saying like, I need a ring. And then, you know, she got some, you know, <laughs> she got some, <laughs> she, got some uh, she got some bites, you know, and, uh, yeah, yeah. some feelers out there. Yeah. And I want to say within like, like two hours, um, we were able to get rid of pretty much like, I think the 10 pairs of shoes um, that I brought with me. Nice. And then I know later, later on uh, that day too, uh, uh, Q also met us up there too, and uh, he also helped out. I think like Nikki uh, sell, uh, I think the white cement threes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the the one thing that was kind of unique about that, because uh, I think I was trying to get rid of one more um, black cement threes, was the guy wanted to buy them. He had full intention to buy them, but he just wasn't sure if they were like legit. So they have like this legit check line where they actually do a, a, a off the. A, authentication process and it was quite a line kind of like how the lines are right now to go to grocery stores and stuff like that and i just look and then i see one guy and as i get as i get closer to the table uh, i notice that all he's doing pretty much is googling imaging like these sneakers and i'm just like what the hell is going on i was like this is supposed to be someone that's like a, i don't know a trusted advisor i just thought the process would be a little bit more more authentic than that yeah and um i think like since the guy didn't really want to wait i think he grabbed one of his boys all he did literally was to like to kind of justify that these were legit jordans i was selling him was like he's like oh, let me take a look at him so i gave him the shoe he's just like look he looked at, like at it like for like a split second and then he yeah. just sniffed it he's like give him the good smell jordan test he's like yeah. oh yeah oh yeah these are real is that where you real. learned the sniff test or were you doing the <laughs> sniff test before no, I mean, I think, like, even, like, me and Angela, I think one of the first things we do, just, like, getting our shoes, like, we look at it at all, and then all of a sudden, we just grab a whiff, you know, just get that, 
That's dope. Know, that whip smell. Yeah. I do that so, too. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was, uh, it was a pretty, pretty eventful day, pretty fun, uh, educating and definitely I'd, I'd probably do it again. You know, if, uh, if it came around Chicago again, so. Yeah. So you had a good experience then. Yeah, it was, I mean, like, depending on what your um, intention of going there is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I was just trying to get rid of shoes. Yeah, yeah. So we did that two hours later. I think, like, we, we went to, like, Kuma's, Kuma's Corner in Schaumburg right after that. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a place where you, you can get rid of, uh, I guess, the heat that you had. Yeah, it was all, like, a lot of older Jordans. And, uh, you know, I just did I didn't have a problem parting ways with them, especially if I knew that they were going to crack. At first, uh, you know, the moment I put them on and start walking around them. Yeah. Thank you. You said you you uh, went to Complex Con or? Um, I went. I went to. I went to both. I went to Sneaker Con and Complex Con. Yeah. And um, you know, when I went to Complex Con, I think you know, I, I just wanted to go check it out. I had a pair of I had a pair of Yeezys. I think it was the white clouds that I wanted to get rid of. I had an extra pair, so I took those with me. Um, and I was like, you know what? Let me go walk around check it. I just wanted to check it out because. Sneaker con is pretty cheap. So uh, me yeah. and two of my buddies, we went, checked it out. Um, I was able to go sell that shoe. Uh, it was at retail. I, I, got, I got retail for it. So I was perfectly fine with it. It was, it was either I'm going to return them or sell them for retail. And I didn't have to do, worry about any of the shipping. So I got rid of those. But yeah. it's, a pre, it's a pretty good experience. Um, you know, I, I actually went in there with the intention of not buying anything. Just probably, you know, just checking it out and selling my shoes. But you know, um, I came across um, a couple of artwork. Um, uh, one of the artists, Anderson Blue, uh, he had uh, some pictures, some paintings. Um, well, they're not they're not paintings, but there's some graphic art that he had. So I ended up buying two of those. I ended up, you know, thinking I wasn't going to spend any. I ended up walking away by spending almost like, you know, over 150 close to 200 Nice. But it, it's a pretty cool um, uh, convention. Um, a lot of youngsters, um, and Kurt, I know... Uh, you probably seen this, but there's people that come in there. I'm talking about people that don't have a booth, but come in there with a dolly of shoes, just you know, ready to sell them. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's it's a crazy experience. One of one of the things that you know, I find, you know, I think a lot of uh, a lot of young kids that go there, they don't want to. They're too shy to ask, you know, how much are those shoes or so. You know, one thing, you know, if I were to ever go back, I'd probably put a little post-it note on with the price on the shoe. So you know. At least, hopefully, that you know breaks the ice because I feel you know people didn't want to approach me or because you you make a lot of eye contact walking around with your shoes. But I think if you put a price on it, at least you know, and then you could you know bargain from there or haggle. But I think you should put a price on your shoes, walk around with them. Uh, it just makes it easier. That's just my opinion. But th you know that that was a good experience. And then me and Angela, we went to a complex con uh, last year. I think that was amazing. Um, I, I ended up buying my tickets uh, below retail on eBay. Um, what is that? Yeah, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great experience. Uh, we got to see a lot of, a lot of uh, different brands. Uh, a lot of people ran into PJ Tucker. Got a picture with him. Um, uh, King, Did he bring in his shoes? Huh? Did he bring his shoes or? Um, I forgot what he had on. He had on Eminem fours. Yeah, oh. yeah, he did. So I mean, he, he was a real uh, cool dude. Uh, I ran. I, I don't know if you guys know uh, rapper King Louie. He was there. Um, but oh, it, it was it was a Chicago. great experience. It was a great experience. I, I hope if when it does come back to Chicago, I'll definitely check it out. I know yeah. Angelo, Angelo met a, a couple of people that he was looking forward to. Uh, okay. Andrew, you want to talk about that? Yeah, it was pretty dope. Uh, ASAP Ferg was riding around in the scooter. 
Um, what was he wearing? I don't know what the fuck he was wearing. He was just – he had all kinds of shit on. He yeah, had that some, guy – He had some, like, grandpa a... socks on, and I don't know. Uh, yeah, he was – you know, his style was crazy, but – Yeah, them um, Harlem boys are they, – yeah. they're into their sneakers. Yeah. I, I can't remember what sneakers he was wearing, but um, I think it was something gold. I can't remember exactly, yeah. but uh, but yeah, Allen Iverson, you know, kinda, oh, that, he kind of cool. rubbed my shoulder a little oh, yeah. bit. Yeah. That was that, that was a great experience. I actually got uh, actually me and Angel were right right in front where he was shooting around. I ended up getting a autograph autograph basketball, so that was that was pretty cool. Oh, that's got a picture with him. Were you guys there during that period when the the yellow fear of gods were on sneaker pass? Uh, I think. I think no, I it was. Know. I think that was. I think it was. We, and so didn't we? Uh, didn't we see Jerry Lorenzo there too? Yeah, Jerry Lorenzo was there. Um, they had a lot of famous people there, just walking yeah. around. Yeah, they were just walking around, man. It was. Crazy. And so who was that? Who was the guy that uh, you bought the the book uh, from? Um, oh, that was Bobby Hundreds. Yeah, uh, Bobby Hundreds. Bobby Bobby O'Shea. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Bob, Bobby Kim. Bobby Hundreds. He was there. Ben Hundreds was there with him um and that happened kind of like like oh shit he's here and then yeah. i got a line i bought his book and i was like dude this guy's like you know someone i wanted to meet forever you know since the hundred started but uh that was dope man just to meet that guy yeah um, and that, that convention happened uh right after well not right after but it was soon after uh nipsey hustle died so they had like a couple of uh, memorials for him over there too that was yeah cool. it was like a puma thing right yeah um that they did for him Okay. Yeah, it was dope, man. I saw a lot of people I knew from Nike there. Yeah. Um, it was cool, man. I, I, I hope it comes back when, when it's mm -hmm. able to. You know, I don't know. This is Complex, huh? Yeah. yeah. Did you guys that, go that to, the like, the after Chicago. parties? Did you guys hit up after parties? No, I didn't. No? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the only thing I did. Yeah. I mean, man, it's, it's, it's a pretty big convention. It's not that small. And then, you know, yeah, you keep walking around, you know, you keep walking around, you, you know, you're tired. Just like going to any sure. conference, you're tired. A lot of people, uh, there was people, you know, there was people that stayed like right across the street at the, I think it was the Hyatt or the Marriott. Um, so I think, I think that was a pretty cool setup. If you could, if you could get a room right around there where you could just, you know, walk back and forth in there, yeah. that, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it was pretty like spaced out, which is decent. Um, I think they probably could fill it a little bit more next time they come, but uh -huh. yeah. overall it wasn't too crowded. Like you didn't feel like if you go to like, I, I've never been to C2E2, but Vic probably knows about that. Oh, and you yeah. Could, it's, like, packed in there. You, just from the pictures, you could just see, like, people are just, like, bumping in each other sometimes. And But uh, that's I, this, how SneakerCon is. SneakerCon is pretty packed. You, sometimes there's times yeah. where you're walking shoulder to shoulder. You barely yeah. can move. And then people have their shoes, like, on the floor all, you know, laid out so people can buy it. And it, it gets a little – it gets crowded there. Yeah. Q, did, how was your experience? Yeah, I mean, overall, it was pretty good. Um, I didn't have really that much of intention just to kind of go see what it's like. Um, I was there when I was uh, just going through the experience with Kurt uh, and selling his threes. Uh, we made it. He made a ton of cash today, um, which was kind of what really sparked the interest to helping him uh, sell more of them. Uh, so seeing that entire thing, I mean... I mean, everyone fanboying out about yeah, carrying kids wearing, I mean, carrying boxes and whether yeah. if you're 42 years old or shit, 13 years old, you got, it, it honestly turned into like a, like I felt like a trading card magic 
convention. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the most recent one was just what I, one of the things that I personally love about it is that you get to see um, people like artists like Anderson Blue, uh, who was there and not having the ability to buy stuff online because a lot of it is pretty much dead stock. He only, he travels to these sneaker conventions to sell his products. So therefore it was really exciting to go there, not only to buy his product, but, but to meet him and see how cool he was shouts to him for being so nice. And yeah, he's friendly coming to the, sh come to the show uh, when you can, but, um, but yeah, it, it, we got, to, I got to meet his, you know, his, um, his mom, mom and sister too, which who help him out um, with the business. So Besides of the whole trading, trading stuff, you get to see different vendors and yeah. artists like that, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, they they had they had other artwork over there that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, but you know, speaking of that, the sneaker con, I think that was. I mean, I I always knew about you know when it comes to reselling, buying you know small sizes, you know sizes from like five, six, seven. But you know, when going to that sneaker con, you'll be like. All right, now I know why I gotta buy all those small sizes. Because if you look at the age groups over there, it seems like there's you know a lot more teenagers or you know people yeah. under eighteen than there are. So you the know, parents' money. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Kit, so so you're a you know a sneaker uh, economist, right? Like you you have enough stock to like let's say there is a sneaker con this year. Like you have enough stock to kind of like set up a table over there? Uh, probably not a table. I mean, I mean, or, like, are you just gonna be walking around with like you know, uh, one of those uh carts? I mean, like the thing is, I have shoes. I have shoes and that I haven't wore that I could sell. But it's probably I don't want to sell them. So for, yeah. for that reason, I probably don't wouldn't fill up a table. Uh, hey, with with Sandcat, it's in and out. There's no sitting on anything. Yeah, pretty, pretty <laughs> first much. in, I, first out. Yeah, I, that, 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 is exactly, that is exactly how it works. You know, they, you know, they sit, you know, two days, three days max. And if they're sitting for that much longer, it's probably because I hit a brick and they're not just, yeah. nobody's buying them. Yeah, eating them, return them. Yeah, I like, I'm, I'm like, when I get, when I get the inbound tracking number and I know, okay, you know, it's coming in this day, that, that's usually the day I'm selling it. All right. Yeah, hey. I want to, I got a question real quick. Jay, if that's if that's all good with you, um, yeah. Sanka, you probably know best out of all of us. And you know, with um, when I with with the um, resurgence of like StockX and Goat, like what are the what are the what are one of the few reasons why someone should go buy or, or trade sneakers at a sneaker con or whatever as opposed to buying and getting their sneakers somewhere else? I mean, like through a StockX or Goat. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the, the point of SneakerCon, in my opinion, I think it's like, you know, impulse buys. And, yeah. and, um, and if somebody's bringing it, you know, if they're bringing some shoes over there to SneakerCon, you know, they have it. Number one, they have an intention to sell. They want to get rid of it right away. First of all, you haul those shoes over there. You, you either put them on a dolly, you brought them there. And trust me, carrying a shoe, even one pair of shoes for an hour gets very uncomfortable. You know, so yeah. you want you want to unload those soon as possible, and yeah. a lot of times people want to sell sh stuff so they could buy something else, something new, something fresh. Yeah. Um, so I think th that was the main main thing. Is 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 more of an activity because I mean there there's already platforms like StockX, go yeah. uh, eBay to sell shoes if you really want to get rid of them. And you know what? Also speaking of sneaker con, um, 
one thing I noticed, a lot of tables have similar stuff. So, um, you know, I, I think it's just all impulse buys. It's just right there. You don't got to worry about shipping. You, you, could, you, could pay, you could pay the seller and, you know, put them right on the feet, you know, right away. And that person could take that cash like I did. I sold my Yeezys for retail, took that money and bought artwork right away. And, if yeah. I, you know, most likely if, if, I, if I would probably would have saw that artwork online, I would have probably thought twice about buying it or maybe like hold off on it. But, you know, I'm right there. I got the cash in my pocket. Let me buy it. But it's also yeah. too, it's, it's also probably the profit is definitely more than you would get on StockX and GOAT, right? So yeah. if you're able to hold on to them, you're able to sit on a couple pairs. It makes sense, right? Because look how much StockX and GOAT takes from you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they'll take, they'll take and, that transaction fee. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of tables that all they do is buy shoes. And I think the way they do it is they have, they have platforms right then and there, right? They're looking at StockX and they're looking on GOAT in there. They're, they're not giving you the same prices, right? They're going to give you maybe 10, 20% cheaper, yeah. uh, lower than what StockX and GOAT is going to give you. But, get, you know, when, when the cash is right in your face, people do crazy shit. Yeah. Dude, aside from uh, cashing out right away as well, you could, you could do trades. <laughs> so, um, you know, if, if someone else has a sneaker that you like, you could trade with them. Yeah. That's another convenient factor. Hey, I'm the type of person saying cat to be like, hey, what are you looking at? You looking on GOAT? How much are they going for on there? Cool. I'll sell them on there. Thanks. Yeah. All these kids man. are referencing GOAT or um, StockX. Yeah, I wouldn't even. Yeah. All right, fellas. Thanks. In recent years of fashion, brands, celebrities, artists have been working collaboratively with each other. Nike, Off-White, Kanye, Adidas, Fear of God, and Vans. Angelo, which brands or celebrities do you want to see work with each other? Yeah, so um, uh, one of the guys I can always think of when I want to see what he'll do with a certain brand is uh, David Cho. Um, he's a uh, artist based out of L.A. Yeah. Um, he kind of did, he did a collaboration with Adidas back in like 2008. He did like a Stan Smith two. It was him and upper playground, um, mm. which is basically like an artist based kind of streetwear brand um, from LA. So he teamed up with them, did a Stan Smith two shoe. It was okay. Um, but you know, I think at the time, you know, s sneaker brands and stuff like that. And even Adidas brand was kind of limiting the creativity on the shoes. It looks like it anyway, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But um, he's done such like some crazy artwork and he's just a crazy guy um, ever since he was younger. Um, but I've been following him for a long time. Um, and I just really interested to see like what he can do and bring to the table for Nike. I don't think it'll ever happen because he's, he's pretty damn, I mean, I don't know what he's, what his money looks like now, but he's pretty damn close to being a billionaire. <laughs> so early investor in Facebook. Um, so, oh wow. Yeah, so he actually was commissioned by um, Mark Zuckerberg to do a painting um, in their in like their second office. So he, instead of being paid through money, he just took sh uh, shares. He just asked for some shares from Facebook. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't necessarily believe in Facebook. He thought it was gonna flop, yeah. but he did it anyway because he's like a gambler. So he did it, and now his I think his shares are worth like two hundred million right now. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, the dude's crazy. Um, he's done a lot of crazy stuff. Like, if you follow him from his younger days, he was just always getting arrested, always doing – he's just a graffiti artist. He would go crazy. He would literally, like – there's videos of him, like, 
driving a car down the expressway, just painting a big whale on the wall yeah. um, as it's moving. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I just think he has a crazy mind. And I, like I said, I don't know if he'll ever do it, but I just would like to see what he'll bring to the table. Um, and with the night check. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even have to, I just want him to see like, and I think it would never, I don't know if it would ever be something like, um, it would probably be like really artsy, like not, but in his own way, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if he kind of mixes that kind of breaks it down to being a little more simpler kind of with his own touch, but you know, yeah. I, I don't, you know, Nike kind of limits people sometimes depending on who you are. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I don't think he'll, I don't think it'll ever happen, but I would love to see it happen. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I just went on his website, Angelo, davidson.com. Yeah. His artwork is amazing. Yeah. Dude, he, he's, he is amazing. Like, yeah. he's crazy, man. He used to do this show called Thumbs Up um, yeah. America, and he would travel, literally hitchhike across the country, or he would go to like from Mexico. I think he did one from Mexico to the North Pole. And he would hitchhike with his cousin. And uh, there was this one episode. I, I have to talk about it because it's, it's hilarious. Like, he was trying to get from Mexico to the U.S., but he was going to cross. The, he was, like, trying to jump over the fence to, you know, to get to the U.S. So he was like, we're just going to run. We're just going to gun it. But I think we're going to gas out. So they went to, like, the nearest pharmacy and bought adrenaline shots. And they shot themselves up with adrenaline. And mm-hmm. they started running. They had, like, the adrenaline shots in their body. And they're hopping this fence while the, while the cops are chasing them. Oh, man. <laughs> he was crazy, dude. But um, that's the one guy I would definitely like to see uh, yeah. do a collab with Nike. It would be dope, I think. Yeah. And just uh, just to correct you, uh, some, some websites have it was uh, net worth at three hundred million. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Correction. <laughs> you were know, hundred million away, so I thought you know that's a big that's a big correction. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, there you go. A hundred million, you would have to fire your accountant, right? <laughs> Vic, yeah. look at his paintings. Vic, who do you want to see collab together? Me personally, I just like to see rappers, Zarface. Mm. Uh, with Nike or whatever, it doesn't matter if they went with Nike, Vans, New Balance, Adidas. I would cop it because I'm okay. a big fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a couple of street artists, but Griselda Records. I feel like they could do some, but I feel like they don't want to collab with people. Like they want to just do shit on their own. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing big, so you know. But Zarface. Cause I like their color pattern. Like he's like a comic book character. So yeah. I think that would look pretty dope. Okay. That's about it. You know, I don't, I don't collabs are pretty dope. I think they're getting played out personally. I feel like that's how people are just, I uh, just throw a collab. But it's together, not so, repeating. You know, though. It's not yeah, repetitive. I think they can go down that path so. again. Like they're kind of going down that, that Nike SB is doing some pretty dope stuff coming. We're going to see some pretty good stuff coming up from them. Yeah, and it kind of reminds me back in the mid to early two thousands, kind of what they were doing and kind of getting back into the whole SB game. Like I'm liking what I'm seeing coming up, and I think they could kind of take that step, Vic. I think now is the time to do it if they decided to, or maybe they don't want to because they don't feel yeah. these artists are big enough. But at the same time, you know, when they did like the MF Doom project, like he's 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 known as like an yeah. underground hip hop artist. Like people who know hip hop know MF Doom, yeah. but you know he's not a mainstream artist. So no. they did take a chance. They did take a chance, but people that they knew who he was, and they still that shoe still went like crazy. There was a yeah, because he has the follower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think someone likes our face would be great. You know, that would be that'd be kind of cool to see that or some other. Or like, you know, under, I like, like the De La Soul SBs. My friend had them. 
Like I would have bought them off of him for like only three hundred, but I was like, shit, I don't wear size ten. Yeah, but yeah. like they do have a lot of nice collabs, like the M M&M and M fours, which were pretty sharp. Yeah. Or uh, Kendrick Lamar had uh, Reeboks. Okay. Reebok yeah. Classics. Q. Yeah. Um. In this. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> this David Chow guy is killer, dude. Yeah, David Chow? Yeah, yeah. David. Come on, man. We got to give the Korean our Korean friends some love. So, all right. She got, she got that porn star on here put painting shit on her. Okay. <laughs> He's crazy. Out. He's crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go with an artist in this one. Um, one, of the, one of the artists that I've been getting into who I think is extremely talented is Halsey. Um, don't know if you guys know who she is, but she's... Um, she's an incredible, you know, vocalist who's got songs like Without Me, um, Alone. I think she went out with um, G-Eazy. She recently yep. broke up with them. So um, she's pretty good. Um, as far as a viewership, she's, she's got about 20 million followers on the gram. But if cor- cor- uh, correlating this to sneaker culture and all that good stuff, she recently did a uh, sneaker shopping with Joe LaPuma. So if you haven't checked, if you don't, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend you to check that out. Um, just seeing how she's got a uh, personal affinity how uh, to the sneakers that she's worn and grew up to. Um, like for example, in that episode, she, she's rocking a pair of Jordan ones, Jordan one black toes. Um, she, and then she got into, she tells a story about um, getting a pair of Kwai 54, friends and family for um uh for g easy so i mean she's very knowledgeable of what's going on and i th- most importantly i think her her style her edgy streetwear but also versatile enough to wear something like carhartt um can definitely mix very well to whatever brand it is that they're trying to go with whether if it's nike adidas kind of like what Vic was talking about so that's something that i'd like to see um her, her um get tied to oh Hey, 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 Q. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think? Like, which brand do you think would uh, she would be like best suited to team up with? It's interesting. Um, it's a good question. Um, right now, as far as like with the landscape, you know, you already have Adidas has got Beyonce, obviously, obviously with the whole Ivy Park uh, collection. Um, I think Selena Gomez is recently with Puma. Ariana Grande is connected to Reebok, so I think. The, when I when I saw um, Aussie style, to answer your question, I think I would associate it more to Nike and particularly probably like Jordan brand because if you watch the sneakers that she, uh, that she speaks about uh, and she that's hold that she holds near and dear are are Jordans particularly particularly ones and combining that with like the new line of the PSG Jordan brand season two where it's very female streetwear-esque, I can see that be a really good combination of mixing Nike and Jordan brand's direction for that and her style. So that's kind of where where I would see it at. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that the artist I like to see, um, I know, I know, I don't want to make it a trend, I know because I'll, we're all mentioning artists, but I got a few. Um, I want to see a shoe collab with Banksy. Um, I know you guys Oof. seen his art. Uh-huh. Banksy. Banksy. Yeah, dude, that'll be 
Yeah, that'll that that might not ever happen. Frank yeah, might, I think don't, he don't even know who he is. <laughs> it might never happen. Um, and I think it'll be you know what he would do on a shoot probably be too controversial. Um, but it'll be dope though, dude. It'll be dope. Um, because you know, I, two years ago I went to Israel and I actually went into Palestine and I went to his hotel, the Banksy Hotel, and the artwork you know that I saw over there is amazing. It was just you know top notch. Uh, even on the wall. Uh, on the border wall, what he did was amazing. So that, that's one, uh, I don't, I don't even know if he would go with Nike or what. Maybe he'd come out with his own shoe. But uh, Balenciagas. Yeah. So that that's one that's one thing. Uh, that's one collab I like to see. Um, another collab. Uh, I guess you could call him a celebrity. Um, and I don't want to get political, but uh, you know, I want I want to see a Nike Obama collaboration, and you know, just seeing what you know nike's doing with um kaepernick and stuff you know i could i could see that happening mm -hmm. and you know keep in mind uh obama's a basketball fan so yeah um, uh, obama ba basketball shoe or i don't know how you know depending on if he's getting i mean he is getting older but maybe even a walking shoe so that that's <laughs> another collab i like to see um i know uh, there, there was some controversy a few uh you know in 2016 that you know new balance had uh had met, you know, show some support to Trump, and everybody was going on, um, you know, saying that Trump was going to get a, a New Balance deal, but it kind of fizzled out, and oh my you know, God. they they tried, <laughs> they walked back on that. So, but I, I love to see a Nike Obama um, collab. They already and, got Obama Kush, so why wouldn't they put a Nike lab together? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real, yeah. <laughs> they so, do. <laughs> and then, um, I know. Well, another one more collab that I'd like to see is um, I'd like to see. I know Nike is big in in U.S. and Europe and China. I'd like them to go even bigger in India. Um, so I'd love to see a, a Nike or even any other company uh, with a Bollywood uh, collaboration. Mm. Um, there, there's actually this another brand. I know me and Kurt, Kurt, I had showed you about. There's a uh, a store in India, in New Delhi called Veg Non Veg. Um, oh, love that store. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys got to see these guys' uh, release dates. I mean, it's like a full marching band. Uh, yeah. You know, a raid. Yeah, so yeah, I love to see a collab with them. And the guy, the guy, you know, he seems pretty humble. He's married, the owner of that brand, he, you know, he seems pretty humble. Uh, and he's married to a Bollywood star. So, you know, that would be a perfect uh, entry into the market and yeah. into that whole celebrity world. Cool. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. Kurt? I mean, for me, like, as far as, like, collaborations of that, I think, uh, like, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It's always been. But for me, what I've always been excited about is um, when the sneaker boutiques in any um, city that you kind of follow or you really like kind of like their style or the collaboration yeah. in the past uh, comes out with a collaboration with, uh, with a brand. It could be any brand, whether it's Nike, New Balance, uh, Asics, you know, Saucony's or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but it, it's 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 awesome because it's like you know it kind of connects like where they're coming from and their community and where they're from and it kind of just binds it with um, you know the aesthetics of what they come out with whether it's clothing and uh, you know the shoes and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I always kind of look forward to uh, a lot of the collaborations what they have like with uh, sneaker boutiques and other brands. So nice. Yeah, I want to see. Um... I, I like seeing shock value. So, like, if Supreme did, um, I don't know, like Morgan Freeman, 
on there, like a black and white <laughs> uh, picture on a T-shirt with the box logo. Like, I wouldn't cop, but I think that, that coincides with the whole New York, um, you know, street photography. Um, I, I also want to see, like, people lose their minds, right? Like, um, I think OVO, we mentioned this, OVO, um, XO collab like that that um the that clothing line would be crazy if they did come together who's that the weekend i don't know is it xo yeah <laughs> yeah yeah oh no i ain't from yeah. canada yeah but we went through never mind cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. With the rise of StockX, GOAT, and other consignment shops that changed the game on shoe economy, how did you guys buy and sell your sneakers before? Sanket? Um, I know I sold some on eBay. I never did Craigslist. I, I, me personally, I was living in Chicago. I was um, somewhat scared of meeting up with anybody, you know, with wrong intentions. So I never did the meetup thing on Craigslist. So it's either I'm shipping it to you or I'm returning them. Uh, so eBay was the way to go for me. Um, uh, besides that, you know, I think, I think I, I don't, I don't remember doing a reselling it uh, anywhere other way outside of eBay uh, personally. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for other these platforms coming out um, with, with GOAT, with StockX, um, it just makes the reselling market so much better. Yeah. Yo, Kurt, for sure. Kurt? Um, for me, um, the way I sold sneakers was kind of just through uh, my group of friends or their friends' friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, if they needed, like, some sneakers or they're trying to get something, something they, you know, just couldn't get their hands on, you know, in their normal malls and stuff like that, you know, they would um, – they would ask me for it. And then, you know, I would just kind of ask them questions of, you know, what's kind of like your style, what are you looking for stuff like that. So now I just kind of, you know, offer them different shoes and stuff. But as yeah. far as like trying to buy stuff that I missed out on, um, I probably try to hit a flight club. And uh, even back then when I thought 300 bucks was a lot of money and I seen shoes like for $500, $1,000, like on StockX and Goat, I'm just like, man, dude, this is uh, kind of like the shoe game kind of really, really like evolved. Yeah. Angela? Yeah, so uh, primarily I would use, you know, Craigslist. Um, that was a lot of like the stuff that when I did want to sell, I would go right to them. Once in a while I'd use eBay, but I hated the fees. And that's probably one of the reasons why I'm not always happy about selling on StockX or GOAT if I do. But eBay's fees, man, they just like, they're ridiculous sometimes. But um, yeah, if I can get them through Craigslist and get the cash in hand right away, that was uh, that was a good thing. But it was, I was in a lot of sketchy situations, uh, selling on Craigslist as, as that goes with anything you sell on Craigslist, not just sneakers, but you're right. Yeah. Just meetups alone. right? Yeah. Just meetups alone. Even if you're meeting in public or whatever the case is, it's like, yeah, you got to watch everything. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, that was primarily what I used. Um, and, uh, I, I do want to say though, however, even if the, the fees are there for StockX and go, I remember what was it? Kixify. I think that was the first one. Oh yeah. 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 So I think Kixify was the first one I saw where I was like, oh damn, this is kind of decent. I could actually, 
you know, sell without risking my life here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So um, <laughs> StockX and GOAT, definitely a blessing. StockX makes it so easy. I think GOAT, I, you know, I haven't really sold much on there. I've done it kind of primarily through Kurt, but uh, StockX, I think is just seamless. It's just so easy. Um, and I know there's been a lot of bad, um, you know, you get a lot of bad rap, but I just think it's, it's probably the easiest platform to sell sneakers on. It's just like, boom, you list them and then you could sell them right away. They're gone and they take care of all the shipping, all that stuff. It's just, yep. it's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. And you don't even have to worry about, as long as your shoes are, are dead stock, you don't got to worry about posting pictures. And not, even if you're first starting, yeah. yeah. And like you go right away and they're gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Vic, Q? Shit, I didn't sell any shoes. The only thing was, it was scared listening to those stories that people sold shoes on Craigslist, man. Like getting jump for shoes, like it, it was, it was wild. Yeah. It so was, even if you guys like met up at a mall or something, I wouldn't, dude. It I, doesn't matter if you meet up at the mall. You know, um, no, was like, like what is that? That exit on two ninety right there on Central. Mm-hmm. Oh I met, yeah, man. I met up a dude Ooh, there you once. You were over there by you were by Loretto Hospital. Man, I, guy. <laughs> I met up a dude there once and um, I was selling some Jordan 5s yeah. and uh, we were like, te- we, I was texting back and forth, you know, like he was like, yo, what are you asking for him? I think at the time I was asking for like two something, right? And then uh, I got there, scary. I got there and I was like, man, I, listen, I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't scared. I was just being aware, you know what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah. Around <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel you out there. So it was just like, you got to watch everything. I don't know what cars are coming from behind. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. you got to know. So like I had my back to the car, you know, all that stuff, man. But um, anyway, I get there and the guy gets out the car. He looks sketchy already. And he's like, you, I was like, I, I remember telling him like 250. He's like, you said 150, right? I'm like, man, hell no, man. I said 250, man. Yeah. He's like, I think you said 150. I'm like, I think you're wrong, man. I'm like, look, you either give me 250 now or I'm, I'm out. And he's like, you sure, man? You said, I was like, no, dude, 250 or I'm out of here. And he coughed up the money, but. Either way, man, it's just like you deal with people yeah, like that. It's, you know, yeah. and, and you don't There's know. There's some, some bad shit that happened, you know, if you around those areas or at Berwyn, people picking up shoes. Yeah, yeah. and you just don't for know. Yeezys, like, for Yeezys. They were yeah. Yeezys. Man, I remember one of my friends, he just got uh, murked for that shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, one of my friends, he won the, he, he got the Travis Scott's and I told him, man, look, the Salomon stuff of, I mean, Salomon stuff of the StockX or Go. Yeah. And, and this was like that same weekend StockX was doing the pop-up shop here. I'm like, look, just drop it off. Don't worry about it. But he, you know, again, he, he didn't want to pay those fees. So he ended up, set, he met the guy on Craigslist or, um, and he actually told him, look, meet me at the police station. And the guy actually mm-hmm. did meet him at the police station. Actually, it kind of worked out because he's like, you know, he felt safe too that, you know, yeah. what, if you're yeah. meeting me at the police station, you, you're legit too. So, and I, I think now, you know, a lot of people don't know, but in Chicago, Chicago Police Department, they actually encourage that. Like, if you're going to sell something or you're meeting up, feel free to meet up at the police station. That's oh, so uh, Yeah. Hey, hey I remember I sold um, <laughs> these Jordan 1s one time to this guy. Right there. It's close to me, though. It was, like, on Harlem and Addison. And uh, I was waiting for him. He pulls up, like, in a red Monte Carlo. Like, windows are tinted. <laughs> like, oh, man. He gets out of the car, nothing but, like, smoke. Woof, comes out the car. <laughs> And he what comes out. No, nah, no, nah, it was like it was just some dude, and uh, he had a, like a wad of cash in his hand. He's just like counting. Here you go. But he had a blunt in his mouth and everything. It was so funny, dude. It was like the funniest thing. So 
yeah. you do have those funny experiences and then you have those dangerous experiences you know yeah. so, that's crazy that guy didn't think you would have just jumped him for all that wad of cash nah he was, thought it was just straight like yeah no, yeah. yeah he for didn't real? care man yeah he didn't care you don't care if you get jumped for this money <laughs> all right yeah he didn't, he didn't care you yeah, for me, I don't sell my shoes, um, except for the sateens that fell gloriously in my lap, <laughs> um, which was through GOAT. But anything outside of that, I've only purchased one pair of shoes uh, through Craigslist, which yeah. were the Legend Blue 11s. And I just kind of stopped. I don't want to say I got a sour taste from it all, but there was that anxiety of like, am I, is, what am mm. I, is what I'm paying for real? And I cannot tell you how many YouTube videos that I watched where you, you have to dissect the shoe, the box, to determine that it's real. And so for me, it was just like, I want the peace of mind to, you know, and if I get the shoe through sneakers or at the store, if I, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. I'm not going to go through the route of getting Craig, doing Craigslist and potentially paying something that's like three, four hundred bucks that may yeah. not be real yeah so i think that's one of the great values for StockX and goat is that they and i know that StockX went through its little thing for a little bit but but the core of their business is is authentication and i think having that peace of mind um i think that's a really great thing and um but other than that uh the only person i've bought shoes for other aside from StockX, goat or a retailer is vic the machine uh oh yeah Jordan Four Drake editions, so yeah. He, he gave it to you at retail or resale, Vic. Retail, 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 retail. Because it was going to get returned. Oh, all right, Fair. all right, that works. That works for me. <laughs> and uh, honestly, let's see how it goes with uh, the financial situations. I'm still got my eye, got got an eye on the shattered backboards, Vic. So, oh hey, those are just sitting around. Yeah. yeah oh, the, the, the th one, two, or three? Oh no, Isa. Three. No, I meant. Shatter back where one, two, or three? Oh, three. Three. Uh, the 3.0? Yeah, uh, quick story. Like, I scored on the, uh, what was it, the bread? Yeah, the bread toe. And I was on the phone with Kurt, but it wasn't my size, so I was going to meet up, like, some dude who had my size, right? And I was on the phone with Kurt. My phone dies, and, and he thought I, I got jumped. <laughs> Kurt thought you got jumped? Yeah, because yeah, he was going down like the subway to meet him up, and then oh, you know, my I, phone I don't know, man. This, yeah. I don't know the streets of Toronto, man. Yeah. <laughs> For real, Kurt's trying to find out how do you dial nine one one in Toronto. What's your number? <laughs> like, what do you guys dial? Seven one one or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but out here, uh, up until yeah, people still don't want to pay those uh, processing fees and duties for. Uh, StockX and GOAT, right? So they, they meet up through this. It's, I guess it's Craigslist, but it's in Canada called Kijiji. So what they do is, uh, yeah, it's basically a meetup. Um, we do these meetups at a mall, like somewhere public, police stations too, at a bank. Um, yeah, so that's, that's where we, we still do our meetups. It's yeah, to start, uh, start a, a consignment business out there. Jay. Oh, there's there's tons, but people yeah. don't want to want to pay the you know the twenty percent consignment fee, yeah. or like you know these consignment stores want to own the sneakers, so they'll lowball you for yeah for sure yeah store credit 
Yeah, that's I'm, the worst I'm surprised part. no nobody started something, you know, like during especially like the StockX platform, a gold platform, you could have not easily duplicated it, but you know, the roadmap was there already that you guys could have yeah, somebody in Toronto could have came up with something. StockX is coming here though. There's one in Mississauga, Ontario that's uh, setting up. I don't know right now because of the COVID. But yeah. Um, all the listeners out there, leave in the comment before StockX and GOAT, where did you guys uh, sell your sneakers or buy your sneakers? And also, if you have a funny story, yeah, leave that as well. Yeah, share your experiences. We want to hear about them. Yeah, we might give a shout out in the next pod, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, coming up next, we have uh, really hot sneakers from Jordan Brand and Adidas. Yep, we do. St. Kit, you want to <laughs> tell us these? Uh, I know it's, it's not a heavy week for drops, but um, these are two bangers coming out. Yeah, uh, definitely bangers. Um, so we have the Adidas Easy 700 Alvas uh, retailing for 200 um, You know, as I mentioned maybe in a previous episode, usually Easy's that are black usually sell pretty well. So right now, these shoes are uh, going, reselling right now uh, on StockX to, or go around 350 400 I did see them even higher earlier in the week, but that was before a lot of the stores came out saying that they're going to have them. So I, I do see a lot of, uh, a pretty good increase on the number of retailers that are going to have them. But again, they're either going to be raffle or they're going to be uh, online sales. So when they are online sales, you're competing with a lot of bots. But I still think, you know, right now the resale value is $350, $400. I think it'll settle around $300. Um, of course, the smaller sizes will continue to stay pretty high over $325 to $350. But I think there's a good amount of retailers out, but it's still a pretty hot shoe. Um, another shoe that's coming out is hot as far as, you know, it doesn't have that much resale value in my opinion, but the Jordan 1 Court Purples. Highly anticipated, um, right? You know, I think, you know, given because it already released in Europe and Canada and it's releasing in U.S. Uh, uh, this week. So, you know, retail is 170. I do see small sizes. So if you could, if you could cop some small sizes, you could, you could make a decent amount. Um, 250. Uh, right now, I even seen them up to 350. Uh, with sizes between 4 to 6.5. But other sizes between 8 and 12s. Um, you know, they're going for about 225 to 50. But I think, in my opinion, Jordan 1s um, are always a good shoe to even hold. If you if you have the capacity to hold, then I would hold they would definitely increase over time. So, in my opinion, definitely grab – go if you're, if you're buying for resale purposes, you know, go for the smaller sizes between 4, 5, 6, 6, up to 6.5, maybe even 7 for resale size. Um, and then – if you're, you know, copying for personal uses, this is a definite cop, uh, in my opinion. Also, next week, uh, April 18th, we have the Jordan 6 Retro DMP. Woo! Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people are excited about that. I actually saw a video recently and saw the box. Uh, the box looks amazing. All uh, gold lid, uh, black box. Uh, looks pretty awesome. But it doesn't have a great resale value, in my opinion. Um, going to be know, GR, right? Huh? Going to be GR, right? General release. Yeah, it's going to be a general release. So uh, all the foot sites will have it. Uh, you know, sneaker apps, um, 
they'll have it. I'm pretty sure most of the boutiques have it. So 200 retail. Again, I don't see that much uh, resale on them. 225, 250. Um, definitely for sure a cop for personal use. Uh, resale, not sure. Uh, you know, I I wouldn't go too crazy. If you're gonna buy it, buy it from uh, a foot site or Nike. So if they don't resell, you could uh, return them without, you know, getting any fees or any restrictions on returns. Cool. Um, also some other releases coming out um, in the upcoming days, uh, the KD 13 hypes. I'm not sure if you guys saw them April 9th retail for 160, a pretty, pretty different shoe um, compared to, you know, what's coming out. Uh, a lot of graphics chains. And if you like that, you know, definitely for you. Yeah. One of the things, um, I'm also waiting for, and I know you guys might be waiting for uh, the Nike Zoom Kobe 5 uh, Lakers. You know, they keep getting pushed back. I've been waiting for those since um, the All-Star game when yeah. uh, Anthony Davis had them on. So I want those for myself. There's going to be a decent resale on them. Not great as I expected, but still a decent resale on them. So if you guys have any input, I've been looking, at those, looking up those every time. There's no confirmed date. So if you guys have any information, you know, leave us a comment, let us know. Um, and, you know, hopefully they'll be coming out soon. What's with these quantums that you got a notification for? Yeah. So there, there were some quantums that, you know, that were on the Adidas app. I don't know if, um, if anybody were, was able to cop them. So I was, when I clicked on the link, I saw the preview of the shoe and it, I saw up to where I'm able to select the sizes and then it quickly redirects where it says now page found. So I know. Color. Was, what color is that? Um, it was the basketball one that they had during the all-star game. Oh, okay. It's not the olive colorway. No. Okay. So it was, it was, it was the basketball ones. Um, so the, I did see them. I don't know what happened. I didn't really check on Twitter to see if anybody got them, but I know there was a lot of buzz on Twitter to check your Adidas app. Um, yeah. I, again, I, I just saw a little glimpse of the, of the shoe on, uh, on the link. And did just to say basketball or did it just say quantum on them? I, I don't remember exactly, but I know it was a basketball one because I, I remember Quavo had them on during the All-Star game. It was the, it was yeah, because there's, there's two versions Rumble, of Rumble. that shoe. Yeah. There's one shoe I like is the New Balance Casablanca uh, collabo. Uh, Casablanca is like a fashion. Yeah. If you guys seen that. When are those coming out? They come out April 18th. They're due for one – they're retail for 150 but on StockX they're going for like 500 Nice. Yeah. That's a decent I don't know how up, you huh? can get these. I swear I thought you can only get this like in they're like in Europe prices or overseas. It looks real nice. Are there raffles going on for those? Like where Um I didn't I didn't see those. They didn't uh, I, they didn't end up on my radar. I'll definitely go back and check it out. Um I know the new balances they're coming out. Um I know next week we have or actually this weekend uh new balance. 850 Atmos, uh, no resale on, uh, no resale on those. So those are the ones that I saw coming out. And I know um, next week we got the Jordan One Low Court Purple Black coming out. Um, so if you guys, anybody wants um, purple, still wants more purple shoes uh, and and a low, this would be a good uh, shoe to cop. And then we also have some Jordan Fours coming out. Uh, next week, the Jordan 4 Retro Rastas. Um, I don't expect that much resale on those or any resale, but, you know, if you like that colorway, 
you know, go for it. Anyone copping this week and next week? I'm going to go for sure after the resale items. I'm going to definitely go off the small small sizes for the core purples, and I'm going to go for any pairs of the Yeezys. Um, those are my those are on my list this weekend. Yeah, yeah I, I think uh, I'm definitely actually feeling the Yeezys that are dropping this weekend. Kind of like them. Oh, uh, wait. Angel, you like Adidas? Well, I don't like Adidas, actually, but oh, okay, okay. those are okay. And um, But... No, they're they're nice, man. I'm not That's gonna funny, lie. thank you. I uh, hey, you know, since since we're on a topic, let me take a little jab. I think I think um, when they're running that test with the quantums, I think they forgot to hit the maintenance mode. You know, it's like us when we're trying to run, put up a website, and we forget about it. You know? Oh yeah, man, they need to get some some professionals running the Adidas site. There's always oh, issues. Wow. <laughs> God, dude, it's a pain in the ass. That's why I don't even like trying to get Yeezys. <laughs> Well, then you give them a compliment and you diss them right after. Don't go after them. That's one extra pair for me. Hey, well, well, what release was worse, that or the Travis Scott's? Because the Travis Scott's was a full-blown shit show. Which Let's Travis admit. Scott? I got mine. I think Wasn't the ones, right? Raffle? Which Travis Scott? The ones? The six or the ones? I got mine. Oh, man. Nah, I think that's just, hey. Listen, man, Nike's on top of everything, man. Come on. <laughs> Wow. Listen, uh, I know one person got be, two pairs. I'm a Nike guy, but all right. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, back in the day when the Yeezys were dropping, the Air Yeezys, that was an issue, right? But they fixed it. I mean, there was a lot of issues back in the day with Nike website too, and it just seems like uh, uh, Adidas are still stuck in their infant stages with the website. So I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I think personal. Uh, Angelo's right because they bought a they bought out Yeezy Supply or they did something with Yeezy Supply and. Um, they did. They they integrated. So yeah. uh, they did integrate. Um, I'm not sure if it's completely complete uh, done, but they integrated Adidas, Easy Supplies into the Adidas website. Yeah, which uh, reflectives were were we going for last last Friday? The cinders. Yeah, it took three hours for people to cash out. Oh no, longer than that. It was longer. I think we I think we texted each other like at eleven or twelve, and they didn't sell out till three a.m. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, that's the one where I sent you that picture where they said I had the, I had the what do you call it? I had a purchase, but then it said for me to refresh. Like I picked my size and everything. Yeah, it kept, it kept stopping. Um, so it was start like the thing was it was start sale, then sale on hold, and then start sale, and they kept doing that every like forty five minutes or thirty minutes and stuff. It, it I just I, I used I was trying to use the bot and I I ended up just leaving it on and going to sleep. And if I copped, I copped, um, yeah. which I, but I didn't. Whoever created this art- article took an L, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. It, it's, it happens, you know. <laughs> okay. I, did, I did manual raffles, and then I had to pay resale for a second pair. So. Wait, you got two? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to give it up to, uh, you know, Sweet Beat over here, man. Just always doubling up on those, uh, you know, those bangers. I got it. Uh, I know where the money is going to be in the future. It's an investment. Like, like the Birkin bags, right? Right, Sanket? Hey, man, don't get me started on those Birkin bags. I think we're going to have to do another topic, another uh, show on that. Just, you know, scrolling up and down the page, looking at the try, retail and resale. Try getting your hands on some Himalayans. Oh, man. Shit, man. I'd, I'd probably sell that a bag and go get my master's degree. Yeah, those are $100,000, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, thanks, guys. Angelo, you want to take us home? Yes, sir. All right, guys. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in. 
thanks to Jay, thanks to Q, thanks to Victor Machine, Sanket, and Begonia City. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Head to Soul Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Head to Soul Pod. And uh, like us on Facebook at Head to Soul Podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. See you on the next one. Peace. Peace.